Fans, welcome to the Latchkey Sibs, the podcast that challenges three siblings to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet and one film at a time criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids. I'm your host and the youngest, Gray Baker. I'm Holland and I'm the oldest. I'm Allegra and I can fix that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dulé. Oh, Gus. I love Dulé Hill so much. Oh my God, we can get Do, into he, it, but he so does good. not age. He no. does not. No. <laughs> the man does not age. Oh, my God. Great skin for the last 20 years. Truly. Um, oh, hi. The person oh, hi. I was watching this Sorry. with has never seen Psych. And I was like, I think Dulé has also done Broadway. And they're like, oh, that's why they're familiar. And I'm like, fuck you, like New York, whatever. <laughs> so no, wow, that might be you have to watch Psych. The, yeah, that might be one of the most, like, New York stereotype, uh, New York transplant stereotype stories I've ever heard. <laughs> um, to all of the listeners, we know New Jersey exists. <laughs> okay. I've been there several times. S- several times have they been there. Funny enough, I've never been there. So, oh really? No, the jury's still out on me. But You've never even flown into college, Newark. I didn't leave the airport. It was a. Okay. It was a, a connection. <laughs> but one of my best friends from college is one of the most New Jersey people I've ever met. So I'm like, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, <laughs> but anyways. To be fair, what you're referring to, we got a comment on our Sandy B TikTok about, I think we had a comment that was like, you're acting like they made up New Jersey for this movie. But I think that, I don't think our TikTok conveyed that. And I definitely don't think our episode conveyed that (laughs) but maybe the way our tiktok was edited made it seem like we thought new jersey was like a magical mystical place from the movie but i don't know (laughs) follow us on tiktok share our tiktoks um like all our tiktoks follow us on tiktok yeah and the sandy b one don't forget to follow us on tiktok um so (laughs) what we do here each week is one of us has to present a movie to be critiqued, while the other two score it based on five specific categories. Each week's score will be added up, and at the end of each season, the sibling with the most points will be labeled Master of the Remote Control, while the loser will be forced to do some sort of punishment chosen by the winner. And this week is Season 2, Episode 2, or I guess Season 2, Second Movie, um, from our Master Draft list from two weeks ago. It is Allegra's... T- turn to defend the movie, and she is defending 2003's Holes, starring Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, buddy. Holes. I am stoked to talk about Holes. I, me too. <laughs> I am very stoked to talk about Holes. Um, I really enjoy uh, the, this year, this season so far, because I think we're just kind of coming out swinging, you know? Like we really maybe are. last year, Getting all the good ones out of the yeah, way. Yeah, last year I think there <laughs> might have been a couple of deep cuts here and there, um, and I think mm. we did a really good job with our our master draft to do a good combination of both, um, where we have totally. like a lot totally. of very recognizable vehicles, and then Big Rock Candy Mountain. So like you know <laughs> the things that like you know maybe like one percent of our listeners will have some unlocked trauma from, uh, you know... From Little Bunny Poo Yeah, from, I have from childhood. From Little Bunny Poo We'll get into it. Um, but for the most part, people are going to understand, you know, this isn't Fred Claus. You know, it's like, this no, isn't a movie yeah. that people are <laughs> like, this was a Christmas... This was your Christmas movie that you covered? We're like, we get it. <laughs> we know there was no claymation in our Christmas month or whatever. But hey, season two... We're coming out. 
and we got a Disney movie in the first month. We're being kinder to our listeners and to ourselves. <laughs> but like, let us not forget that Fred Claus is one of our most popular TikToks to date. On Instagram specifically, though. Okay. <laughs> Regarding the draft, I know I, I mentioned last week, I don't have the most crystal clear memory of the draft, but I know that one of us, and it could have even been me, I don't remember, did put Aragon into the mix. Yeah, that was, that was fucking you, 100%. <laughs> so, you know. I don't think Colin's seen that movie. We do have some real pieces of shit, but it's okay. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Come for the miscongeniality and holes. Stay for our lovely commentary, and it doesn't matter what movie we cover. <laughs> exactly. And speaking of be movies Aragon, recovering. Be it Aragon, Candy Mountain. Speaking of movies recovering, I'm going to give a little summary of this week's episode, Holes. And it, it, we are right back to form with a very long and convoluted description from IMDb. <laughs> This one Are comes to it? us from OG. That's it. Yes, I'm oh, reading boy. it. And here. <laughs> <clears throat> but if you forget to come back for Madame Zeroni, you and your family will be cursed for always and eternity. Those were the exact words spoken to young Elie Yelnats the day he forgot to repay Madame Zeroni. From then on, his family was cursed with bad luck. 100 years later, Stanley Yelnats IV is accused of stealing a pair of cleats from a Major League Baseball player and sent to Camp Green Lake, a dry lake bed in the middle of the desert. It never rains at Camp Green Lake. It hasn't for 100 years. The secretive and mysterious warden has each inmate spend every day digging one hole to, quote, build character. But when an artifact from the famous Kiss and Kate Barlow is found in a hole, the warden forces the boys to work double time, leading Stanley to deduce they're digging because the warden is looking for something? There was a question mark there. But what? No question mark there. And how is the mystery of Camp Green Lake connected to Stanley's family curse? Honestly, a pretty rad uh, description. Good job, old yeah, G. Yeah, wasn't it? In, in hindsight, <laughs> it wasn't too bad. Uh, I did, by the time the movie was done and I was doing all my research, I had finished an entire bottle of champagne to myself. <laughs> so oh, wow. Maybe uh, it started off as like, oh, let's get through this movie. Not that it's a bad one, but I had seen it really recently. And I'm like, you know, if anything, this will just kind of like lighten my spirits of having to like sit through it again. Mm -hmm. Um, and it ended up being like, oh, Meg is asleep within the first 45 minutes and she hasn't touched any of it. So it's got to go somehow. <laughs> and yeah. So but anyways, yeah, not a bad. You have a game. All right. Yeah. Just a real quick game. I want your best Cerrone's. <clears throat> Always and eternity. <laughs> well, Gray, Gray already gave a really good rendition in that. That's true. Go for it. I want you Always and eternity. <laughs> Fucking Eartha Kit, man. Oh, Eartha Kit. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, wait. So, ladies and gentlemen, I know you guys thought Eartha Kit just came in, came back from the dead, <laughs> the recording booth, Welcome, to give her to to give her uh, Madame Zeroni, but that was us. <laughs> that was that all was of us. us. Uh, just a little bit more on the movie. So it came out. Uh, April 18th, 2003, Holland was 11, Allegra was 8, and I was 6. We did see it in theaters. Did we? I remember very vividly. So here's the thing. I remember very vividly coming home from seeing it with mom because we rolled into Taylor Way out of the uh, Toyota, um, uh, what was that car? What was Avalon. Chewy? Avalon. A Toyota Avalon. We came out, and I remember I said, I'm like, oh, that movie was awesome. Let's play holes. I want to be zero. And Allegra just goes, how the heck do you play holes? And I was deflated on the driveway as you guys walked in, and I just sulked into the house. How do you Which play I, in, holes? In retrospect, very, very astute observation. Fair question. Allegra. But it, we were just miserable. 
horrible delinquents being abused by the adults. That's your imagination game. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Yep. And I think I I know we saw it in theaters. I definitely read the book before the movie came out too. Like I think I had to read it in school or something. And I remember loving the book. And I think the movie is a pretty good adaptation. Like very true. I mean, that's what I've heard. I haven't read it, but it's real. I mean, I remember seeing it at the Silva Valley Library and being like, "Oh, from the." movie it's i you know and being like oh yeah it's based on a book that's cool but i was like eh, i've seen the movie i don't need to worry about it and i also saw that the author lewis sacker wrote louis i don't know if it's louis or louis he also wrote the screenplay and i'm like okay that makes sense why it's so good and so true to the book so i have to jump in I yeah love louis Sacher. no idea if that's how it's pronounced louis saker i don't know but, like, I remember in elementary school, he had this whole, like, children's series called Wayside School that I adored. And then I... Oh, my God. Yeah, he did Wayside Stories. Yes, it was the best. Um, oh, God. I loved Wayside Stories. And then I saw the movie and then read the book. And that was very rare for me because I was also usually like a, eh, I watched the movie kid. But I read the book and freaking loved it. And I read the sequel... That's there was a sequel? Oh, yeah. There's a spinoff where Armpit is the main character. I didn't Armpit know that. And, and X-Ray. X-Ray's in it, yeah. I had no idea that that well, existed. Well, it says it's at least the IMDb and Wikipedia trivia said that the two of them were the main characters of it. Well, it's been... Yeah, and apparently there was like there was like a, like a, like a bookie scheme and like a murder plot or something. It like Damn. really kind of went... It was definitely... For a, a, a slightly older age group, it was really good. I don't remember any of it because I read it in middle school. But I remember really <laughs> liking it, and I was like, "Oh crap! Was it X-ray or Armpit who was the main character?" But I remembered it was Armpit because the only part of the book I remember is that there's a love interest, ooh, and, she, <laughs> and he's like finally opening up about Cram- Camp Green Lake because shocker, shocker, it was traumatizing. <laughs> and she, he's like. She's like, tell me your camp nickname. And he's like, oh, I don't want to. It's embarrassing. It's a, And so she, like, keeps needling him. He's like, all right, it's a body part. <laughs> guess it. You have to touch it. <laughs> and I was like, that is the most hilarious thing. Because she's immediately like, uh, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I can. So let me let me just give you the quick the quick tidbit um, to find you know not finalize but realize the uh, the sequel so in 2006 which was three years after the film was released um louis louis Sekar published a sequel called small steps which focuses on mainly armpit and partially x-ray so there you like you are right is mainly armpit um moving on with their lives about two or three years after leaving camp green lake the story involves a ticket scalping scheme a disabled 10 year old girl named Ginny. A chance encounter with a famous pop star named Cara DeLeon in a murder plot. There are currently no plans to adapt the sequel to the screen. <laughs> Honestly, that would be a really hardcore movie. Not, I don't know if Disney would buy those rights. It's, a, it's like it is. Seen <laughs> yeah, it, it's a little, it's a little darker. <laughs> like X-ray and um, are sort of like struggling financially, and X-ray has always been kind of like a, like a hustler, like trying to just make ends meet whenever he needs um i think the pop star is armpit's love interest oh cool yeah well i had no idea that that book existed but that sounds cool honestly given how much children's literature you had to read at your last job i feel like you would totally enjoy this i know probably is, is this scholastic whole i don't think so i have no idea um I'm, I'm on it. But I think the the main difference I remember between the book and the movie was that Stanley was, like, no, very not. overweight in the book. And they, like, kept they like kind of yes. harped on it a bit. And then he, like, lost weight while he was at the camp. But, like, not totally relevant to the plot, so I understand. It's like, they're like, we got Shia! Who cares? Yeah, it's like, are- whatever. Kind Yeah, kind of how they... The, I have that in my, my movie trivia... 
which basically said like that would be way too difficult to depict yeah in the movie yeah yeah as it would be difficult to convincingly convincingly portray the loss of weight in a live action totally. film on a child without like a fat suit or like fatting the kid up <laughs> so um, yeah, because I remember good on them for not for just sc- scrapping it anyways. Yeah, it's not important to the plot, but like I remember like when it came out, being like, "That's not what I was like at the book," because I was still I was like eleven, and like you're, I'm, if you read the book first, you like are like, "Well, that's not how it went in the book," and you nitpick. You, yeah. <laughs> I remember you nitpicking and that being one of the nitpicks, and I'm like, "Well, maybe I won't read the book." I don't think- <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the only. I mean, granted, I have not read this book in quite some time but that's like the only main difference i remember otherwise it is pretty true to the book did you just say gray and i have not read that book in a while because gray just said he'd never read it i said granted i haven't read oh, that granted. book in- gray, your name so like allegra funny enough i thought the same thing that she said that but was like no i think that's what she meant but like i had you and i were I, had the exact same <laughs> I probably just said it really fast so whatever <laughs> Like we're storing yeah. so, into pre-watch notes. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say pre-watch notes. Let's get into it. Holland, you want to start? Yeah. Uh, love this movie. Love the book. Stanley Yelnats has stolen shoes, land on him, and he gets in trouble and has to go dig holes instead of juvie. Bad luck, family, because of Madame Zeroni kissing Kate Barlow, hid treasure after going bad when her love Gus from Psych dies. Sploosh. I basically remember everything, though. Like, I remembered most things. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, sometimes I'm torn between, like, really writing down everything I remember or, like, having shorter pre-watch notes since you guys... Shorter pre-watch notes are yeah. preferred. So, <laughs> yeah, I say stick with that one. <laughs> I love Holes. Holes rules. Saw the movie, then read the book and the sequel. So Stanley Young, that's a third. Accused of stealing shoes. His family has a curse because of Madame Zeroni. Um, he's sent to Camp Green Lake. There is a colorful cast of misfits. Um, Zero is the most misunderstood at all. Even the uh, camp counselor from uh, Oh Brother, We're Out There hates him. He teaches him how to read. Dulé Hill is kissing Kate Barlow. Um, Is kissing, kissing Kate Barlow. (laughs) Um, Stanley steals a car. Uh, Zero runs away. Stanley steals a car. Takes him up the mountain. Uh, It says the Rona curse is broken. (laughs) I wish. I wish. It's supposed to be Zeroni. And they get the treasure, and it's a happy ending, and it makes Sploosh, which came out as bluish. Great. <laughs> so you ended up just doing the first one. That's as fast as I could go. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to read. Pretty much all of mine are just the same. Almost everything, like you said, just like the things I remember, which is most of it. So the only things, I guess, you know, I just said, I remember everything about this movie. I also watched it like six months ago. Also, we had the soundtrack. I was on gonna CD mention that. Listened to it a lot. <laughs> I listened to it in particularly a lot. Good soundtrack. Yeah, I was gonna mention that. Sometimes the soundtrack became a little distracting in scene setting, but like I think I like somewhere along in my notes, I like remembered. I'm like. All of these songs sound like very familiar, and I was like, "Wait, <laughs> we definitely had the soundtrack," and I could like picture the CD. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I remember the, the CD Shaggy being song in specifically the is what reminded Which me. Which one? The Shaggy <laughs> song. <laughs> oh my god, yes, the Shaggy song. I apologize. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we we we. We stand this movie. Truly. I stand Damn. Gus. Oh, oh, I stand Henry Winkler and all of his like 16 hours on set, probably <laughs> based on the fact that he was literally only in the apartment and then in front of a grill I for like a second. I totally forgot that Henry Winkler oh, he was w- in this movie. Oh, I, I remembered that. Oh, I remembered. Um, You know what I also remembered? I forgot to mention. All of the Disney Channel promotion. Oh my God. So much promo on Disney Channel for I, this movie. Specifically, so don't the that. making of the Dig It Up uh-uh song. That and the Yellow Spotted Lizards. I don't remember the le- Yellow Spotted Lizard thing, but I remember like they wow, always showed like the behind all. the scenes of recording the, <laughs> the Dig It Up song. 
<laughs> Which is why I know so many yeah, of the lyrics okay, from that well, song anyways, because they played it all the time. Anyway, let's do our scores before we dive in. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say let's let's get in and then we can dive in. So, um, all right, nostalgia ten, like <laughs> same. Yeah, sit through. I have an eight. I had a seven. And I think that was hindered on the fact that I'd seen it recently. Yeah. It's a very long but movie. But the champagne helped. <laughs> it's a very long it's movie. It's two hours. Um, yes. Appropriate for children, I have a nine. I also have a nine. Hold up, I have a nine. I had a ten. Because you're right. I only... I didn't think there was anything... Actually, whoa, whoa, whoa. I dinged it for CGI. <laughs> Of the spotted lizard. That's exactly what I was about to say. That's exactly what I was about to say. I'm I'm digging it down to a nine because I forgot the CGI was so bad. Yeah. 2003. And then, can we follow this? I have a 10. Like, it's pretty straightforward. It's extremely true to the book. Excellent storytelling. (laughs) I had a seven. Interesting. Okay. Um, Just because there were, you know, some... Not like inaccuracies, just like that wouldn't happen. But again, you know, it's still great. Um, I also forgot to mention that Holland and I watched this movie the first time I ever got drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Holland, I've... Wow. I'm like, I am at the uh, young juvenile age of 19. <laughs> uh, I've never been drunk before. Holland, get me drunk. <laughs> so we watched Pocahontas and Holes. Yeah. We, we were just at mom's house. Oh, and we, God. <laughs> <laughs> we were, I don't know. Was Disney Plus new or something? I don't know. No, Disney Plus was not out yet. We, it was probably just on Netflix or when something. When you were 19? Yeah. yeah. No way. Yeah, I think we Disney were. Disney Plus came out like three years ago. Yeah. This was like, well, those were both Disney movies. I think it was Netflix. Yeah. And we, yeah, I think we were home for like spring break or something. Yep. Like one spring break. break. Yeah. And yeah, we were just at mom's house and we we're like, let's get drunk and watch movies. And Holes was one of them. And I wow, remember must, as soon as it must have lost my invite in the mail or something. I don't know I don't where you were. you were. There. I don't think you were in Eldorado Hills at all. What do you, well, if you were 19, that means I was still in high school. I think you were like out with friends that night. I don't know. You ditched us. We're the ones with no plans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I have no idea where you were, but. Yeah, but I remember, like, as soon as it ended, we were drunk enough that we, like, got up and, like, fucking danced to the Dig It Up song. And wait, we remember wait, wait. being very amped <laughs> about you... it. Let's return. Let's return and let's get into the movie. Yeah. Um, What's kind of shitty is that this camp is basically just prison in America. Yeah. <laughs> Like not really much different. It was like it was like prison or Camp Green Lake, and it's like they're both the worst. Also, would he really go to prison for like stealing shoes? So here's the thing: it might be a felony charge because of the worth of the shoes. Interesting. Okay. It was was a six month sentence. We don't know if he has priors based on his bad luck. Yeah, I guess that's That's also also true. true. Well, he goes for fucking 18 months. That's a long-ass time for a child. That's true. I thought it was six. No, it was 18. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't six. It was 18 months. X-Ray said he had already been there for six months. Mm. I got confused. Okay. Yeah. Um, Imagine naming your kid, kids, something as stupid as Stanley Yelnats four times. (laughs) It's a tradition. Just because because it's your name backwards. (laughs) Like, that's your thought process. I mean, family. Tra- I've heard of weirder traditions. I don't know. I think that's I think it's kind of fun. <laughs> I think it's fun that their last name spells a real name. You know? Yeah. That guy, just, <laughs> that guy arrived at uh, Ellis Island, and they're like Stanley. Okay, Yelnats, and it's like, uh, I can guess. Like, <laughs> well, no, his name was Elia. Yeah, Elia. Was like the so Zeroni. his dumbass the guy, started the family. Yeah, Elia is the one who oh. was cursed, and I, then everyone since him was Stanley. Yeah, so it went it went Elia, and then the guy who got robbed by kissing Kate Barlow, and then Stanley's the grandpa, grandpa, then Henry Winkler, and then, and then yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Wow. So I guess 
you know, the trunk does just say Stanley Yelnaz. It doesn't say Junior. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's He's OG. OG Stanley. I can fix that. Okay. I don't know. We can hop around, but I fucking love the flashbacks, specifically all of the Kate Barlow flashbacks. So, so oh, yeah. much. I love kissing Kate Barlow. I love Patricia Arquette. I don't know. I'm just like all about. I'm all about that timeline. <laughs> Dude, we no, love I love it too. We yeah. Love I think yeah. the 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 Elia and Zeroni flashbacks were like I don't know, C C plus. Less compelling. But all of the all of the old Camp Green Lake mm-hmm. or old Green Lake mm-hmm. town. Mm-hmm. Ten out of ten. Yes. A plus. But uh-huh. if Eartha Kit is on screen. It is amazing. To it's watch. elevated. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what brings it to like a C plus. But all of the like the love story and the pig and like oh I know I'll pick a number between one and ten. I'm like I don't care. Oh, uh, when you said love story, I thought story. we were talking about Catherine and Sam. Okay. Because I, I am on no, no, board. No, 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 no. That part's amazing. I no, ship no, it that, so hard. Like I, said, I literally cried when he died, even though I knew it was coming. I teared up 100% because I believe in their love. They do such a good job portraying their love, and it's so sweet. I can fix that fucking iconic. It's like their version of As You Wish. Yeah, I Truly. remember that part of the movie really scarring me. Him dying. And then Mary Lou, also the donkey. Yeah, R.I.P. Mary Lou. Mary Lou. Mary Lou, yeah. <laughs> okay, today, Meg and I went to drop off clothes at a consignment store. Um, and the girl who was, like, taking the bags to, like, go through them, her name tag said Mary Lou. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I watched it last night. I really wanted to be like, oh, my gosh, your your name is just like the donkey from Holes. I'm like, that's probably not the wisest thing to say to a random woman. Yeah, who knows if they if she would take it as a compliment or not. She's like, I'm sorry, donkey holes? Get out. <laughs> you call me an asshole? Like, yeah. What is this? Um, but honestly, like, considering yeah, no, the, how... Sam dying oh my was God. very, I remember, very, like, scarring and impactful. And when I was a kid, when I first saw this movie, especially considering like it really hit me hard. the amount of screen time that this like flashback timeline has, it's really not that much. But the movie does such a good job of like building that world and building those relationships yes. that like I literally teared up when Sam died in that boat, and I was ugh. So as a third grader, I had never. <laughs> really been taught about the real and lasting damage and horrors of slavery so i never really understood why it was uh-oh hold on i missed all of that start up i well because you were in third grade allegra yeah proceed allegra when i was in the third grade people thought i was gay uh no um not yet When I was in the third grade, I had not been taught about the real lasting horrors and damage of slavery. So I didn't understand when the warden said, or the sheriff was like, it's not illegal for you to kiss him just for him to kiss you. I was like, why? Because he's poor and sells onions? Oh. Oh my gosh. Um, No, so it took me, I've definitely seen this movie I don't know, like maybe a handful of times. Like it used to come on TV. Yeah. I'd watch it here and there, blah, blah, blah. But it took until not this watch, but the watch prior, like a couple months ago, for me to realize that the dickhead with the gold tooth is the grandpa of the warden. Oh, wow. I did not make that (laughs) connection until like 2021. Okay, speaking, hang on, speaking. We gotta give a shout out. Speaking of. The grandpa. I don't know why, but the scene where the grandpa and like the young warden are digging holes. That's too damn bad. Yes! I'm tired of digging, grandpa. This girl giving her back to Gordy Well, that's too damn bad. Like that sticks in my brain so hard, and I yes. crack up every time. Didn't that become like a meme? On it TikTok? makes me laugh. Did so it? Hard. I have no idea, but. 
As soon as he's like, well, that's too damn bad. Like the old man makeup. He's in like the fucking, <laughs> I think you should leave makeup. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So good. Well, that's too damn bad. Can you just insert that clip here if you can? But also Kate Barlow. Like, Why after- do you keep saying Barlow? <laughs> because it's her name. You're like Merlo. It's a Kate Barlow. It's- Barlow? Barlow. Whatever. Whatever. Um, it's Leviosa, not Leviosa. <laughs> I don't know. Kissing Kate Barlow. Kissing Kate Barlow is fucking iconic. I think I even wrote, like, I know she's a murderer, but I'm all about it. I'm all about her entire deal. Like, she lost the love of her life, and she's just, like, an, a badass, like, outlaw in the wild, wild west. I love the sepia-toned, like montage of her like pillaging towns and like murdering dudes and kissing them and like accumulating her treasure i even love it i had a thought though i did have a thought i can totally understand kate barlow losing it after the death of sam and the pillaging of her schoolhouse but how do her limited skills as a like prairie time teacher translate to bank robbery and serial killing first of all it's texas so <laughs> she already knows how to shoot and ride a horse um <laughs> so i would love a midquel to holes or pre- i guess prequel technically to holes that just follows kate barlow Par- barlow's descent into outlawdom maybe she meets somebody maybe she like meets up with her like band of outlaws like the people she accumulates along the way and they help her like develop the skills to be able to do this and she's just like already on such a war path because the rage and the trauma and the grief from her past are just fueling her to do bad but in like the coolest way. I want I want this story. Well, I want a full story. So I'm you, sure oh my you god. Describing I'm... this <laughs> Holland, if you want to experience this, I th- as you were describing this, it literally just came to me. If you want this, it's already been made. Granted, Kate Barlow or the character that would be most similar to her is not the main character. She is a side character. But if you play through Red Dead Redemption 2, <laughs> there's literally, like, one of the first missions is uh, your, you know, your band of outlaws has a rival band of outlaws, and they, like, ransack and pillage this home on the prairie, and it kills the husband, and, like, your band of outlaws kind of takes in the widow, mm. and she's she becomes this, like, badass cowgirl outlaw Who's blonde, by the way, so, so it tracks. So you're saying that Red Dead Redemption stole Holes' IP. <laughs> no, because it's a mid-call. It's, it's gray area. Also, I bet you there are fan fictions about oh my God, Kate Barlow. So you wrote them. <laughs> I manifested them just because I want more information about her life. <laughs> and she goes out like a total G, too. She's like... Fuck you. I'm not telling you where my treasure is. Let me grab this yellow spotted lizard. I'm out. <laughs> horrendously CGI. <laughs> it was really bad. I thought that the montage of Kissing Kate Barlow was great. I felt like it must have been extremely fun to edit. And like the female like country song that I, plays in I the background. The vaguely Western instrumentation though. I'm like, I feel like Disney could have done better. Like... <laughs> I don't know. I was all about it. <laughs> Sadie Adler. Sorry, I was just looking. I was trying to remember her name. Sadie Adler. From Red Dead Redemption. Fucking, from Red Dead Redemption also, 2. this cast is so star-studded. Like, Henry Winkler, oh Sigourney God. Weaver, Dude. John Voight, Patricia Arquette. Like, holy that, shit. The there are multiple player. Oscar winners in this, Rick in Fox. this list. <laughs> yeah, the guy who now owns an esports team for League of Legends. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one? The ba- the, ba- the baseball player. Sweet actor. feet. Sweet feet. That actor slash Rick Fox. Basketball player. I think he was a basketball player. He now owns a competitive esports League of Legends team. Oh my god, I didn't know that. That's lucrative, so it makes sense. But anyways, um, John Voight. We. I really need to. Mister Sir. <laughs> I really need to like have some space for us to talk about okay. him because. 
I think this is the most like character actor role I've ever seen John Voight perform, and he fucking committed. <laughs> he killed it. The sideburns, yeah. the mustache, the sunflower seeds, the stance, how he walked with his kind of like weird hips and shrugged shoulders and he's like looking for you know the lizards the lizards with this gun <laughs> like oh my god he a little erratic phenomenal phenomenal yeah and i love the twist or not even the twist just the little like detail that like he didn't used to be like this it's only since he quit smoking so it's like there's this whole other backstory where like he maybe wasn't as bad and erratic and like dickish right but when he was smoking like what if he was like what if mom was like the I mean even though mom was the worst adult in this movie <laughs> by far but what if it was like I don't know the warden's pretty bad smoking, too <laughs> the warden's pretty shitty but she spends limited time actually like interacting That's with the true. boys where mom, mom is has apparently more traumatizing a fake moments. therapist yeah. who is just like actively traumatizing these kids um, but I'm just saying what if like six months prior to LaBeouf coming into camp, like Mr. Sir is the like, the good guy, the like, all right, if people complain about mom and they come to him for like solace or like to shoot the shit and hang out. And he was like, not a bad dude. And then this all happens and now he's like, I'm gonna, I'm mad and I'm gonna take it out on the kids and on mom I mean, because fuck that guy. Counterpoint. I always got the impression that, like, this little sunflower seed flavor is uh, it's supposed to actually just be, like, we th- the kids who were here before LaBeouf, we thought he was bad then, and then he somehow got worse to sort of reinforce what a terrible experience Cramp- Camp Green Lake was. Because he's, he's always like, get your girly feeling craps away from me <laughs> to mom. and <laughs> That's true. He is always, like still like a crotchety dick like and he's obviously in on the scheme he's like i i don't care i'm gonna make he, children dig holes on the chance that i, I don't get know rich. I, I liked i like i like my your head narrative where he w- <laughs> where he was like hank hill basically before he quit smoking hank hill would never allow this to happen at the very least <laughs> the holes would be much more orderly and there would be a much more systematic plan in digging the holes <laughs> Okay, can we, can somebody who knows how to animate make this remade, but instead of Mr. Sir, it's Hank. Instead of Mom, it's Peggy. Instead of the Warden, it's Hank's dad. And then all of the children are the children. <laughs> That's not a bad characterization. Here's an alternative as well. Mr. Sir, Strickland. Mr. Sir is still Hank. The Warden is Peggy. And uh, Mom is Bill. Well, no, no, because it needs to be someone more vicious. Maybe it's Dale. Mm. God, I love Dale. Dale and Peggy might be my favorite characters. Anyway. (laughs) Someone make that happen. Holland, don't take that out. Someone make that happen. Um, But yeah, okay. John Voight, killing it. Sigourney Weaver. Amazing. With red hair. Excuse me. Is giving me some feelings. I I was digging it. She is, I feel like this is perfect casting for this role, for this warden role. Like, because I remember I read the book first, and when I saw her on screen as the warden, I was like, exactly. That is exactly who I pictured when I read this book. This is who the warden is. Like, she's amazing. Every adult commits to their role in this film. Everyone is coming Mm -hmm. out swinging and doing an amazing job. Very happy. Very happy. Oh. Yes. I looked at... I have two notes. One, my first note, it took me a while to remember what I meant, but is the shoes do make them look very suspicious. And that he's... uh, Shia LaBeouf is being accused of stealing shoes, and the cops arrive to his apartment, and there's shoes fucking everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and they're just like... Yeah, even even to the point where Henry Winkler is like, give me your shoes, officer. <laughs> and they're like, oh, this is this is a whole thing. He totally did it. And yeah, I feel like as yeah. a kid, I like just knew he was innocent and so didn't think twice. But then I'm like, no, this, like, is this doesn't look good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um... What was your other note? Uh, I might have already said it. 
Um, good soundtrack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I want to go back to uh, discussing Mom. Because I have one... I mean, even though I have, I think, many notes hating Mom a lot. Yeah. But... Mom sucks. Not, not you, Mom. The character. The character, Anyways, Mom. Um, the one with the lazy eye. Why does... I don't understand his intense hatred for Zero. Because, like, wouldn't yeah. someone who shuts up and does what they're told be, like, the model inmate? I don't know. Maybe... Wouldn't he be, like... Maybe Mom just feels like he can't... He doesn't have, like, power or, like, authority. Like, all the other boys are, like, rowdy and hard to wrangle and, like... We'll fight back. We'll fight back, but Zero doesn't, so he feels like he can... He holds, like, some kind of dominance over him mm-hmm. while putting him yeah, down go, like, and thinking You think you're stupid. better than us? Yeah. Oh, he does yeah. say that a lot, yeah. Mom is clearly at the bottom of the pecking order, sometimes even with the children, and yeah, this is probably yeah. him releasing his frustrations. You know, if you've seen Zero is also like kind of a bad. <laughs> Zero's great. <laughs> I love he's, Zero. He's the biggest badass. Yeah, he's the biggest badass. <laughs> he digs the holes oh the fastest. Yeah. He just he minds his own business. He doesn't talk. He he doesn't. He's like he doesn't let mom get to him because he's like, I know I'm not stupid. I don't give a shit what you think. And even and then he learns how to read with Stanley, and then he's like, you know what? Fuck you! I'm gonna hit you in the head with a shovel and run away now. Goodbye. He's like, I don't have to take this anymore. Yeah, certainly not from you. And maybe it's because yeah. Zero is the only kid in camp smaller than Mom. May oh, that could also be part of it. He's very small. Oh, that's a good, that's a good little uh, thought. I mean, clearly a <laughs> I coincidence did, okay. with the casting, but. I don't remember what part of the movie this was. I think it was during the um, I Can Fix That montage where it was very tender and sweet. (laughs) But the song that was playing behind it legit sounds like a South Park spoof song. Like it sounds like (laughs) it sounds like Trey Parker is singing it or like Matt Stone is singing it. I can't remember which. I think it sounds like Trey Parker is singing it because it's like like kind of sultry Western and he's like her nerd talking and burn and it's it's so bad like it's a really just <laughs> I don't bad remember song. I feel like and they... it took me out of the movie so quickly I don't know if it's just because I don't really listen to country music but I'm like I feel like they could have stepped it up a bit in the western music areas there was not really western that's the thing mm-hmm. there was a shaggy song for God's sake <laughs> Um, but still, mostly extremely solid all the way through okay. the bottom. A complete subject change. Do you also remember the, I don't smell anything, like, scene being, oh like, yeah. kind of uncomfortable? That was all, burned in my brain. <laughs> that part of the movie was always burned in my so brain. Like, why was very, that very kind awkward. of, like, why was the mom, like, being sexy with that? Being so uncomfortable. <laughs> because she was happy to finally be, like, I can empty my house of these fucking shoes. <laughs> and the grandpa got into it too. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah. His face, his reaction, that whole scene is burned into my brain. <laughs> like, I know how, like, I can just visualize how they were moving with it. And then it just cuts to the close up of the grandpa looking at them, like, Hoo-hoo-hoo. like, it, yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And. <laughs> I don't Speaking get it. Speaking of yeah, sure. sexy question mark, who was a zigzag girl? <laughs> oh my God, the biggest crush on zigzag. Also, doesn't he kind of look like Bo Burnham? I guess. <laughs> like a little? He's to me. He's got a crazy deep voice. <laughs> he's the, he's like the, me, you got the gold, dig those holes voice in Amazing that song. impression. <laughs> I don't think that's actually him singing. Yes, it. it is. The cast recorded the song. There's a that's the behind the scenes like thing that played on Disney Channel. I, I was that part. I always was. I was always certain that that part. No, that was, was zigzag. That was a child, like an adult, <laughs> and then the rest was. No, that was zigzag. That was so, a teen boy. I could zigzag. I bet I could pull. There up were the video. there were moments. He kind of looks like this NFL quarterback who's younger than me, by the way, which is weird. But 
named Justin Herbert, and that's what I kept thinking is that he kind of looked like, oh my god, I'm looking on uh, Google Images. I just did holes zigzag, and there's this photo this photo of him that looks like it's from like his Instagram that's recent, and he is hot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's aged like a fine wine. Here, I'm gonna send it in our group chat real quick. Um, I always liked. Like, I feel like I really appreciate these extremely good child actors now as an adult. And after I love all really, of the characters, dude. I feel like the kid who played X-Ray did an excellent job. I feel like he added... X-Ray was good. I really... I really, I think my, like, favorite, like, side character was Magnet. I just thought he, like... Aww. He was just very endearing and sweet. Yeah, Magnus um, was I, so sweet. I liked him a lot. He was great. Like, the first time around, I was like, oh, yeah. Freaking, oh, my God. Zigzag know. looks hot. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I sent the yeah, recording dude. video. <laughs> we can watch it later, but. D10 boys. boys. Oh, yeah, because in the, I think in the book, they were in an, a literal tent. But I feel like they were in, like, a cabin in the movie. I don't remember. No, it was still a was tent. It a tent? It was a tent on a platform. Okay, yeah, it was remember. like an army tent, like an like a canvas tent. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. It was just on a raised but, uh, platform. I I slept in one of those at camp. Remember Camp Wasu too? Oh always? yes, I do. It was like that. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Girl Scout um, camp. It was. It, yeah, there was I, a real lake there. <laughs> there was there a real lake there. <laughs> there wasn't much for young me to really uh set my sights on when i saw this movie because it was 99 percent boys older than me and i you know i mean mad respect to everything but i don't go that way so i was just kind of like that's even stevens and i like him so i'm gonna go with him and then i'm like zero's badass mm -hmm. i like him i'm gonna roll with i'm gonna roll with him and that was pretty much as far as my six-year-old brain went. Was like protagonist. You were sick. I'm in. You're telling me you didn't have a crush on that little girl who went. I'm tired of digging, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> or Madame Zeroni. Well, that's too damn bad. Or the was, dumb just girl in Latvia. What was, what was the quote? <laughs> Stanley had the quote. Uh, picturing Mary Lou in a bikini. Oh yeah. <laughs> just grabbing onto that. <laughs> Yeah. And pretending uh, you don't know yeah, that it's I a mean, donkey. Honestly, this there's the only like the only real negative part of this movie to me was the horrible CGI. CGI was bad. And I even wrote, I think this might be, I mean, remind me if I'm wrong, the worst CGI in our latchkey sibs history so far. I mean, that crown that Sandra Bullock threw was not elegant. Jack Frost it was wasn't not great, great, but it also Jack was it was also like hardly on screen. It was That's a true. half second of screen time where like the when the lizard was running at the camera, that was bad, but what was worse was when it was laying dead completely still. It looked <laughs> oh, I was like, or I'm when like, it was moving. When that it should be bit easier to like Kate Barlow and that was bad. Oh my god, yeah. Just the lizards were so bad. They yeah. were so bad. It wasn't great. I mean, it was 2003. Um, CGI ages like I don't know, bananas. Like <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm I mean, I mean are we wrapping yeah. up? Um, let me see. Mom's hatred for zero. Oh, I okay. I rewatched, I revisited Even Stevens when Disney Plus was pretty new, mm -hmm. and I felt the same way then that I do when I, whenever I watch Holes, and that is that, at, even at such a young age, Shia LaBeouf is so fucking good. He kills at it. Yeah. yeah. He. I mean, like, I guess this is now where we address the elephant in the room of how problematic Shia LaBeouf is. Now we recognize yeah. it. Like, yeah. we are. Not I was about to say personal, personal issues aside because I'm not here to defend him or criticize because I really don't have too much knowledge on the situation. I only have brief Wikipedia, you know, sentences. Um, but like, you know, I don't know. Rough. Believe woman, rough. believe twigs. I don't know. <laughs> We're not here to speak to adult Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. But, but child Shia LaBeouf 
an amazing actor. If there's anything we've learned in the past few years is that bad people can still be very good at their jobs. Yeah. Which is sometimes part of the problem. Yes. But when I did see uh, Babu Shia LaBeouf start, you know, get into Camp Green late, I'm like, here a little bit reminds me of Baby Gray. Yeah, a little curly-headed kid. (laughs) Yeah, Shia LaBeouf is one of the only celebrities that I have ever seen that has the same hair texture as me. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Mm-hmm. You know? And I mean, like, yeah, so I was always, I always definitely identified with Also, his, didn't his even roles. Stevens take place in Sacramento? Oh, my God, <laughs> did it? I think it did. Yes. Oh, my God, yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. I didn't know yeah. that. So that's awesome. I didn't know that when I was a kid, but when I don't. I don't think I ever realized that as a Plus, kid. But we yeah. went to the moon in nineteen sixty-nine, not nineteen sixty-eight or seventy. I don't remember if that's how that song goes. I just know that's when we made a landing that was lunar. <laughs> that was one of the lyrics on that too. Great. Did you make it as far as the musical episode in Even Stevens? <laughs> not, not upon the revisit, but that song is. In the brain. I feel like that it's was another that was another like song that was in a commercial a lot. <laughs> oh, for the show on Disney Channel. I was like, what yeah. kind of commercial? <laughs> like a tra- like a even Stevens yeah commercial. even Stevens commercial. Didn't the older sister actress? Isn't she like just making Carlson Romano? She's just making like clickbait videos on YouTube now. Yes, she's like <laughs> she like walks around. She's like I lost this role to this actress, and she's like I never auditioned. <laughs> <laughs> But I could have. Like, yeah, it's like weird. Um, and they're like 20 minutes long. There were a couple more quote, like just things I wanted to, I definitely wanted to mention that I wrote down um, before we, we start wrapping it up. For a kid's movie, they really didn't hold back Mm-mm. with the realities of prairie life in the 1800s. Um, I mean, if they definitely, you know, toned down some of the visuals and like, vulgar language that could be associated but it was a pretty uh sobering depiction for a six-year-old to view it definitely (laughs) stuck with me um another thing i wanted to say is i know this isn't the the ideal movie for this but holes always made me a little sad i never went to summer camp Interesting. Just because of the camaraderie. Yeah. No, I went to camp a few times, and it was hit or miss. It was never, like, what you wanted it to be, at least in my experience. It's like, you know what? You guys are both introverts. Uh, Me? I wanted it to be specifically the camp from the parent trap. And I think that is, <laughs> anything, and I think anything less, <laughs> I send it back. I think I, I, that was where my issue was, that it wasn't specifically that experience, because it seemed more loosey goosey, choose your own adventure, and I didn't like the like you have to do this today aspect of camp, you know. I, I guess we did have ghost, but yeah, ranch we went to Ghost Ranch, hindsight. so that was that's probably close, the closest. Yeah, but I thing still had, had to go home to my family every night. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> No, I. Well, that's I'm part of the summer camp aspect. Is like, oh, I'm away, you know. Sleep away camp. Sleeping in bunk beds with a bunch of of boy. Like that's fun <laughs> when you're a boy. So like, not when I'm an adult. I they came out weird. Um. <laughs> the first time, I, the first time we did sleep away camp, Han and I went together, and I had a great time because I had no expectations. The second time, that was a good. Actually, that was, that was a good. good. We were yeah, and then it we was were also together, Harry Potter themed, which <laughs> we were together, and I had never read the books. But uh, uh, the second time, I was alone. And it was way less fun. I didn't really make any friends. And I was like, I'm probably never coming back. But then I went again and the, alone again. But then I did make friends. And it was an amazing experience. But then I went the fourth time. Oh, God. With Camilla. You went four years? Not in a row. Um, but do you remember Camilla, our cousin from Mexico City? Yeah. She, like, barely spoke any English. And her parents sent her to sleepaway camp in America <laughs> with me who she barely knew and she had never ever been away from her parents before we like went to build a bear and then they shipped us off to camp and at one point she started crying hysterically because of how homesick she was and she got me and the other two girls in our tent to also start crying hysterically and make each other like hysterically homesick oh gosh i felt bad for our camp counselors that's so depressing mostly camilla oh poor camilla oh man I do remember one of the times you went alone, 
Uh, I had to go with you and mom to drop you off. In Truckee. Yeah, because you and had to go all the way to Truckee to like catch the bus to get there yep. or something, right? Yep. Yeah. And so we we were driving to Truckee, and once again, this is the most we've ever sh- I've ever shouted out the Toyota Avalon. <laughs> but it's a good car. Um, we were it's a good car. We were in in the back seat with that little like eight inch TV with the VHS player built <laughs> yes. in. Yes. And we watched Dragon Ball Z's. The Broly saga. Wow. And I did, because I remember being like, we, once we got there, we had to like wait a while for the bus mm-hmm. to come pick you up. And so I, I was just sitting in the back of a car for like an hour and being like, do I just watch it again? <laughs> and I did. I just watched it again and was like, I guess this is what I have to do. <laughs> Um, all right. Final arguments? Yeah, that's, yeah. I'm, yeah, final arguments. This is impeccable storytelling done and, and then impeccably by, like, this is Disney as its best. Like, we make children's Very media. solid Disney. Very, like, it's a beautifully interwoven. Pretty much every single storyline they set up, they yeah. finish in satisfying ways. Uh, all of the actors commit and it's stellar, including child performances. Yeah. Um, very well cast movie. A very iconic Eartha Kit role. There's a fun song. There's two fun songs if we count If Only, If Only the Woodpecker <laughs> Side. Um, and yeah, there are some, there's some rough CGI. And if you really want to nitpick, it has some like, it, it treats its child audience seriously with its like like kissing Kate Barlow commits suicide on screen and Zero's hands get fucked up and they show it but I don't think it's enough to have like caused nightmares like this isn't I don't know to me it's not Beetlejuice levels I did what's really weird is the part that I remember like freaking me out the most was Madame Zeroni's laugh yeah oh interesting more than Sam dying more than Sam dying more than Stanley almost falling off the cliff and Zero's hands getting fucked up. Like, more than them being in the hole with all of the lizards surrounding them. I just, the part that I remember being the most creeped out by was just Madame Zeroni's laugh, especially when he's sleeping on the boat and you just get the, like, oh, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. Of, That's you know, creepy overlay, for a kid. Like, transparent. Yeah. yeah. I think this ha- But, uh, well, like you said, it was nothing that's, like, super scarring. Yeah, that's why I only and, like, dinged it one point. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I think I'm keeping all my scores where they are. I think my scores are pretty... They're pretty so good. I'm keep- yeah. I'm keeping all of mine, but I am changing my Can I Follow up to an 8. There you yeah. go. Um, with, and, <laughs> damn, this is a... God, th- what? Highly- this is probably going to be Allegra's highest scoring movie. <laughs> To date, <laughs> I deserve it. I deserve holes. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So, if only, if only the woodpecker sigh, bark on the moon. All right. So before, or actually, any bonus points? Digging on, 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 digging. Um, I probably, I like, I'm gonna on. give a bonus point, but I just need to figure out what it's for. The freaking, f- the flashback. The Dule Hill, Patricia Arquette, Absolutely. love story, flashback, kissing Kate Barlow, like that whole that all of that bonus point. Clearly, I that was my favorite part of the movie. I'm gonna give a bonus point. <laughs> I'm gonna give a bonus point because I actually we didn't mention it and I didn't write anything down for it, but this was one of the movies that made me try to like wrap my head around liking onions <laughs> because they made those onions they made those onions seem so appealing that's true to eat. that's yeah. true that may have done so that for the, me the, as well yeah the sweet onions because i hated onions growing it's up true. and even after this movie i still didn't eat them for you know until i was like a teenager and i'm like oh i can like it on a burger and then i started just liking it but anyways so for for giving me hope in liking onions, I'm going to give it a, a bonus. And I will say, I'm pretty sure the book did that to me as well. So, like, e- just even more, like, backup of this is an amazing 
book-to-movie adaptation that even, like, the appealingness of onions carried through onto the screen from the book, you know? Like, that's masterful. <laughs> so you're saying... Louis Sekar must have, like, heavy stock in Big Onion. You know? <laughs> big Onion and Big Peaches. Those were both the cure to the foot odor, right? <laughs> yeah. It was... It was Sam's onions and Kate's peaches. Yeah. Sploosh. Sploosh. Is that their ship name? <laughs> their ship name? <laughs> All right. Well, let's start wrapping what's up. My so, oh, yeah, what's my so, score? What's my score? What's my score? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so we round off with, I think you are right. Oh, no. It is tied for Allegra's highest score, tied with Beetlejuice oh. at 91. Oh, okay. I, didn't, I forgot Beetlejuice was that high. But good. Yeah, 91. Nice. But that's nice. significant. That's so, like almost 20 points more than my first movie. Good, so. good way to start the year. Yeah. Good way to kick it off for Allegra. <laughs> so. She's got a 19 um, point fun lead. Little, <laughs> fun little tidbits. So released April 18th, 2003. Budget 20 mil. Box office 71.4. Respectable. Respectable. I wonder how much like royalties would be added if they just added up the viewership on Disney Channel. Yeah, who knows? I'm sure that it's not in here because it's just box office, but it would probably make it surpass 100 million eventually. Um, and some fun facts. The onions that Stanley and Zero eat towards the end of the movie are actually apples wrapped in an edible cover. Oh. <laughs> so they're basically like candy apples. Yeah, that tracks. So this one's a little convoluted, but I love it. So Dulé Hill played Sam. He later appeared as co-star Gus on the television show Psych. In the episode 65 Million Years Off, when seeing all the holes that the paleontologist dug on the land, Sean mentions, hey, this is like that movie with Sigourney Weaver. And he also mentions Shia LaBeouf, John Voight, Gus keeps guessing movies, but never correctly guesses the movie. I remember, yeah, I remember that episode. I remember watching that episode live. Yeah. <laughs> I watched that episode a month ago. So I'm rewatching Psych. I love so, Psych. Yeah. <laughs> I feel um, like we've talked about Psych like kind of a lot. Because <laughs> we've had multiple young great. Shans too. And yes. movies that we've seen. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. It's the young Sean um, Oh man, next year. Trend. <gasps> And if we ever watch Luck of the Irish, oh Lassiter's in oh that. <laughs> guys, 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 guys. We can't start season two. I know this is going back and I'm missing out, but Shoegate. Oh my God. Shoegate. <gasps> sweet, sweet feet. Sweet feet. Shoeby corner. It's, yeah. Here we go. It's all okay, anyway, sorry. It's shoes all the way down. <laughs> back, back to this. So Sigourney Weaver did not want to work with or even talk to Shia LaBeouf <gasps> because, and it's really sad, it's because his father, who was his on-set guardian during filming, kept hitting on her oh. and making her uncomfortable mm. on set. That tracks from what I've heard and, from, about his and dad. And yeah, and we hear that his father is very problematic. Well, he made a whole movie about it. A lot it. of the reason... Well, yeah, a lot of the reason Shia LaBeouf has PTSD and uh, substance abuse problems and probably a lot of personal problems. Obviously, his personal problems are his blame or his cross to bear. Can't put it off on someone else. But you can kind of see where, you know, the timeline started. Anyways, in the original book, oh, we already talked about that. He was obese, shedding considerable amounts of weight as the book progresses. But anyways, okay. Some 2003 trivia. So... We've this is our third 2003 movie. Oh, okay. And I was like, is that the most? Is that the year that we that so far have the, the most? most movies on? So I did some some research last night to count it up. It's tied for the most with 2004. That tracks. I feel like we've done a lot so of like that's our sweet movies spot. that came out when like around when I was in middle school, like starting middle yeah, school. Yeah. So <laughs> we have we have. Uh, for 2003 movies, um, we have Freaky Friday, Love Actually, and Now Holes. Gotcha. For 2004, we have Fifty First Dates, Shaun of the Dead, Mean Girls, and Mean Girls. Mm, okay. 
So we've so yeah, fun little fun little. We've tidbit. done I'm lots gonna, of 2003 I'm continue to keep already. track of that. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm gonna continue to keep track of that just because I think it's fun to see you know where our you know mean starts to regress to mm-hmm. in terms of like you know where where's we our nostalgia sweet what, what spot? Year. Yeah, yeah. Where exactly? Where is our nostalgia sweet spot? Do we have? Uh, to? We have a couple twos here and there, and like 2003, we have two movies. You know, so you know it. It seems to be between. 2003 and 2005 or whatever. I think that's it for all of my trivia. So I'm uh, basically what I meant to what I was going to say is I don't really want to keep doing to, like trivia of the times because we've done yeah, it so many yeah. times. MySpace, Hey Ya by Outcast, Paris Hilton sex tape, uh, wearing chandelier earrings, monogram <laughs> skirts and coats while wearing Uggs and cargo pants, like stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's that's about it. All right. Well, should we get the hat? Pick out Gray's oh, yeah. next movie. Meg? Oh, yeah, Meg, our impartial hat Meg? name picker. I don't know. Gray didn't do a bad time last time. That's tr- Well, oh, you're biased. Though. All right. <laughs> well, she, I can't hear her. I don't know if she's That's fine. Gray can do not, it again. So I'm just going to do it. <laughs> Roll so, up that sleeve. So this is for my movie. <laughs> As you can see, sleeves are up. There is no hidden devices behind <laughs> my watch or anything like that. Gray's getting really good at sleight Going of hand. <laughs> That's what I was doing, yeah, during quarantine. It was just close-up <laughs> What a skill to develop. No hate. No hate to that. I just didn't actually do that. Okay. So All right, I Gray's will be movie. watching. Oh, boy. I have no idea how this is going to go. So it's not, I don't think it's I've seen not, it since the theaters. It's not Big Rock Candy Mountain. <laughs> it is Who, Allegra's pick. Okay. The SpongeBob movie. Oh. All right. Okay. Okay. I, I genuinely have no idea how this is going to go, but I'm kind of excited. Weren't we just talking about SpongeBob in our group chat like a couple days ago, too? I don't know. I don't know. I just remember our cousin Alex watched this nonstop one summer. I don't know. <laughs> but I really haven't sat down Alrighty. to watch it. Well, everybody, tune in next week for me to defend Sp- the SpongeBob movie, um, SpongeBob SquarePants movie. The first one, mind you. Um, yeah. Follow, follow us, us on, on social socials, media. Instagram, TikTok. Shoot us emails. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah. And, you know, uh, dig it up, oh, oh. Dig it. Dig it up, oh, oh. Dig it up, oh, oh.